We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Okay, so good news and bad news, chat. Uh, welcome into the, the Backliners podcast, but Ducky's cam isn't working. So we have to do this on the fly because he told me it was going to work and then it wasn't. So what we're, so we're going to do is we're going to do this before... This is all going to be removed in post-production. That's the crazy thing about all of this. But we've got John and we've got Ducky. And while I'm getting this ready, uh, we can all have a good time. Um, I'm try, trying so, to uh, position myself in the right way that you listen, put man, me here. I will, be fixing, I will be fixing that short oh, Ducky am. right there. You know, that looks absolutely just, uh, horrible. Oh, no. What have I done? Okay. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ducky, no camera, um, and that's a little bit unlucky, but, you know, oh, no, now I'm messing this part up. Um, okay, get bigger, and then... Sorry, I fix my hair. Get smaller, and then... What am I doing? What am I doing? Zoom in all the way, dude. This is perfect. Oh, yeah, no, I should get smaller and then extend it. That's what I should do. Hey, now we're, now we're cooking with gas, fellas. Now we're into it. Oh. Okay. How's that looking? Is that is that good enough right there, chat? Are we feel oh. how are we feeling about this? We're feeling good about it now. Okay. Definitely seem better. Okay, all right. Well, I don't need your negativity here, John. So okay, that's okay. fine. Just making sure that we're oh. on the same page. Okay, I and now enough. wait. Now I oh no, what did I just do? Okay. All right. Oh god, dude, this is so scuffed, man. Oh, this is great. I'm liking What's this. Agro sucks at this. Listen, man. 
I'm not a production genius, okay? I, I talk <laughs> into the microphone, and that's all I'm good at. All right? Good enough. That's, that's as good as you're getting. And now, we're starting the recording. Welcome in to the Backliners podcast, everybody. Uh, thanks for sticking with us here on the live stream while I was doing some, getting some technical difficulties sorted out. I was really looking forward to looking directly into our guest, Jamie Ducky. I don't know your last name's eyes uh, during this recording, but unfortunately, the webcam wasn't working. But Ducky, thanks for coming on the Backliners here this week because because uh, you guys have kind of been on pop off alert on Obey uh, since Sino joined. But but I think that that all of you guys have kind of been playing well. Um, has it been fun uh, winning as of late? Has that been more fun for you guys? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely prefer winning to losing, I gotta say. It's definitely a a change in direction from what I'm used to. <laughs> I don't know, you're trying to keep at it. Yeah, trying to trying to keep it up. I mean, John, you can uh I think you and Ducky kind of have some common ground. Oh, really? You're gonna bring that up. Yeah, you called me an Xbox <laughs> player before we went live, so this is what so this is what you're getting. Um, Dude, you're gonna just connect those dots real quick. Hey, man, nothing wrong with that. You guys just have a a, a, a bond now. You guys were both uh, struggling last year, and now you're uh, you're both playing a little bit better this year. Season seven just seems to be a little bit more kind uh, to each of you. But uh, as we normally do on the show, um, we're gonna go over some of the most recent SPL results. Ducky, you guys played today. Um, mm-hmm. had, had a had a tough loss at the hands of SSG, but I don't know if you guys agree with this, but for my money, I think SSG looks like the best team in the league right now. Uh, w- would you guys agree with that? I would, yeah. Um, I think that they got away from trying to adapt to the meta and then found their own kind of like puzzle pieces that they put together and that's still like work in the meta. Because at the beginning, it was like Raffer on Horus and their front line had like terrible synergy. And now I think Cherio is making game making plays and then Dardas is flanking on Hera like every other game. And I think their overall teamwork and picks and bands have just gotten so much better. Yeah, Ducky, I mean, you guys have uh, have played against a lot of teams, I'm sure, with the new look. But um, do you feel like SSG is just bringing that next level right now in comparison to other teams? I think they just turn on the front line a lot quicker. I mean, like whenever Sino goes in, he loses his elf bar. Like, I don't know what's going on. Especially with the Hera. The Hera's are pain. It's like six players against five because of the Argus. Mm-hmm. You can't kill late game. Why is no one else playing that character, by the way? Like, I mean, obviously, I don't want you guys to tell me if you guys are practicing it in scrims or whatever. You don't have to give up any competitive information. But, like, n- no one's pulled it out in SPL besides Dardes up until this point, which feels kind of weird because he's been picking it, like, top three for three weeks in a row, but no one else is prioritizing it at all. Isn't that kind of weird? I think it's a hard thing to position a well on, and I think your team has to play with you really well on it. And I think it's... I think SSG makes it look really easy to play with, but your team just has to play with you so perfectly, and as Ducky brought up, like, every time that Sino went in, it was just insta-give Argus... And, like, you guys didn't even let Vote play the game, but Harrow was just, or Dardas was just running through you guys, and it was crazy to watch. Uh, I mean, even, uh, was it last year? I think Moswell played her a lot. Like, Moswell really liked that character, but we felt like her early game was very difficult to go through. But a lot of the games now, other than, uh, I mean, Sanguine today was a quick game, but other than, like, 
there's some games, um, a lot of them go past the 40 minute mark or towards it. So mm. she can get away with uh, having a rough early game for what she brings later on. Yeah, I, I don't know. When I, when I play that character, I do think that her early game fighting isn't that good, but her wave clear is, is some of the best. Like, you, mm-hmm. you do have to be able to walk up to the front of your minion wave, which is scary. Um, but she full clears archers at level 3, uh, as long as you don't put a point in your shield, which, which not a lot of mid laners do with two abilities. So uh, I do think that her, her early game clear-wise isn't that bad, though I agree with, with the fighting. Basically, pre-Argus, she's just not very good um, at all. You mentioned, by the way, Ducky, SSG killing frontliners pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. And I got to imagine that's pretty easy whenever inbound is building Divine Ruin um, uh. as a support. <laughs> I, I know Bobby's not on the podcast here, but man, what was that, dude? I was uh. just baffled. What was going on? So uh, we, were, we were in the game. It was like, can we fight around the Arthur? No, we don't have anti-heal yet. Wolfie, when are you getting Divine Ruin? Are you going to get Divine Ruin? It's like, oh, I don't really know. I don't think it fits in my build here. Bobby's like, all right, I'll get Divine Ruin, guys. We'll kill the Arthur. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> but wait, but Wolfie did have Divine Ruin. He, yeah, was, uh, he, he goes the same build that every mage is going right now. He went Boots and then Deso and then Divine uh, both games. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well then, okay, so game game one, you guys lose before Bobby can build another offensive item. Game two, he went Divine and Deso, I'm pretty sure, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't go Deso that game, so maybe he was just trying to make up for my lack of desolation. <laughs> he saw that I didn't have the build, he maybe didn't see the Divine Ruin on Wolfie again, probably they wanted to pick that one up. Uh, it, it was a little confusing to watch. I've never seen a Sobek have Divine Ruin, especially when your team has Divider and and then your jungler also has Brawlers, and then you're also Sobek. I think that the build was, like, good if you're against, like, five healing gods, right? Yeah, I mean, if it would have it would have been that, I mean, it was, it was there. Bobby is in chat. He said, yeah, it's Terra. It's OP. I was going Deso, and it was too expensive. But you bought both game two, Bobby. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, my brain just can't. I, I don't know. Dude. I support it on Terra. I do not support it on Sobek. I feel like you're dipping too far into that anti-heal boat. I mean, that's like 80%, right? Wait, what's his free Yeah, yeah but, it's 40. Yeah, it's it's 40, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so a pluck into a free. That's 80% on the enemy. That's an easy kill right there. <laughs> that's got to be good, right? There's no way that's bad. Ducky, talk to me about the the Deso Yorm build that, that you've been going. Is it? I, I thought it was just a, a variety's not fighting me in, against United in, in our set on Friday, so I might as well go Deso because I'm going to get so tanky from base levels alone that by mm-hmm. the time I join, I'll, I, I it won't matter. But then you go it again today. Um, is, is it an every game thing for you on Jorm now? But no, because you didn't go at game two. So so what's the what's the decision making there for the Deso? Uh, I mean, game two, we're like, oh, we can't kill Arthur, more anti-heal. The Divine <laughs> Terror is not doing it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to get a Contagion early. And, then, uh, you know, I didn't really want to go damage there because I'd already committed. But I don't know, I feel like you can't kill that character because a lot of the time, all his damage is, is just his ult. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time I've built it has been into an Ula or a character that doesn't build crit. Mm. So I even every Uller game I've built can't... Because you normally go beads against Ula too, right? Yes, because you can avoid his damage, but like Poison Star, mm-hmm. I can't really get away from if I'm squishy. Mm. At least in my eyes. 
Yeah. Did you see Benji's uh, Yorm build the other day? He he went um, Celestial, Boots, and then Stone of Fall, third item. Um, which With no like one... an E-Staff after that, I think. Yeah, and then E-Staff right after that. Dude, Stone of Fall is kind of like, that item is confusing, but it might be really good. <laughs> I don't know. It's like 80 power, 40... Uh, it's 80 magical power, 40 magical protection, and then you get... 20% of the highest magical protection on your team within 70 units. And so as long as you're anywhere near your support, like you get some, some decent tankiness, like that's going to be, uh, you know, another, you know, another 40 prots or so most of the time. So it's kind of like 80, 80, 10% CDR. Like that's not that bad. No, I think, I think it's pretty good. I like celestial as well. Uh, in comparison to Jade at the moment, uh, I think the damage on it is just kind of crazy mm-hmm. and you get what, was it 40 prots and then 7 times 5? Yes. 35. Yeah, so 75 prots. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of crazy good. for an early game item. Yeah, it's pretty... Is it super expensive too? Uh, it's the same price as Jade. Really? Oh, wow. Then yeah, it's got to be better, yeah. right? Unless it's like Same a 4th first team. Barrett's I mean, like... Or if they have dots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or if the they dots. have dots. Yeah. <laughs> right, or if they have dots, I think. Uh, but I think that's a lot of people are building it into Arthur, right? Which Arthur, like, strips it away pretty easily, I think. Does he? I mean, that's just, like, an unlosable matchup for Yorm most of the time anyways, right? Because he can't big ult you, so it doesn't really matter if he makes your first item super useless. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so you guys did lose against SSG, but, Ducky, you guys had a big win on Friday up against E-United in two super long games um, back-to-back. Sorry about that. Yeah, it, it's fine, man. <laughs> I actually had to cast a lot of long games this weekend. I think I had one 30-minute game before today, and everything else was like 45-plus, and your boy was oh, no. sleepy coming oh. into today. But then I had an easy day today. Today was just super fast. I was worried because SBL days have been going to like 8 o'clock, and today was done at 6.30. Um, yeah, that United thing was yeah, that. shout-outs to Scream <laughs> for, for that what? one. That was brutal. Can we that? talk about that set real quick, actually? Because that's that's a little bit more uh, recent. What I don't. They had to have just gotten tilted, right? Like, you you don't lose in seventeen minutes otherwise. I watched it back and analyzed it a lot on sh- on stream, and Scream blinked in. I don't know if he had enough bun or enough mana for two buns, but he had enough mana for one, and he just blink missed a point blank uh, Cobra's kiss, right? So mm-hmm. two. Yeah, yeah, and he had an easy double taunt. And then they fight into the corridor and just get double bounced. And then Thor comes over with a full passive. He's like, ha ha ha, I'm just going to chase you guys down now. This is fun. And it just like, and then they all in the tarot with tank boots after that, which they knew she had tank boots because you just press tab and then last like a minute or so, like they know. And I don't know, it's just so forced and like so weird for them to play that way. It just looked bad. Yeah, that was rough, man. I don't know. I think they had to have th- – their mental game just must have gotten a little bit shattered after game one. Because game one, they were doing okay, and then mm-hmm. Scream dies to Oracles, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is never going to help. Um, and then Variety walks down solo and gets picked there, and then the game is, like, over after that, mm-hmm. basically as soon as that happens. So, I don't know. That was a bit of a tough one, and certainly a different look than what you guys got on Friday, Ducky, because uh, you guys ha- had a pretty close set that week. Was it kind of what you were expecting in prep, or did they did they throw any curveballs at you that you had to adjust to? 
Uh, no, we, we were kind of playing around late game, especially with, like picking Yorm and I, I, I honestly forgot what Wolf he had. He probably had Merlin. Let's assume he had Merlin. Yeah, <laughs> safely assume. Yeah. yeah. Does Wolfie just like <laughs> get annoyed that he, they're like he's like, oh, Merlin's up again. Guess I should pick it. Like you're. No, he gets so happy. Really, he, he likes loves it? that character. Yeah, he loves that character to bits. Man, I can't. I, I don't know about else. you guys. I'm just the type of player I cannot stand playing the same god every game. I just can't. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. Really? You you feel <laughs> you have fun playing the same god every game, and it's Jingwei like, or Soul every time. To me, they're all the same. Like I know it's really weird to say, but well, you're a hunter player, they, I guess. They all left click, right? Okay, all your. Okay, you literally. Okay, <laughs> okay. You literally press four buttons on your keyboard, and then you win. Yeah, that's every character in Smite, John. Congratulations, you figured it it's out. It's so hard to rise and jump into four people and press four and kill them all. That's Listen, dude, so difficult. Wolfie is the new age Captain Twig, dude. He is getting in there <laughs> on every fight. Like, my man's is getting in at all times. It, honestly, it's pretty respectable because I think that's like a really good way to play that god. And then I think with the comps that they had as well today, or that Obey had today, um, they just all led and yeah it's just i don't know so i just kind of like changes the way a team plays <laughs> yeah you guys both uh not only brethren in having better season sevens and season sixes but also uh you you, you guys are sino alums so to speak well ducky's currently still with sino um mm-hmm. when you say sino changes the way that you play the game can you elaborate on that he will force you to do things and <laughs> you will walk to that objective and you will pull that objective and pray to God that you get that objective and hopefully it works. And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it does. And a lot of games I got frustrated with last year because um, it would feel like we played really well for like 20, 23 minutes. And then right when we had like 24 or 25, somewhere around there, it was like we would coin flip the game. But also I think that wasn't, only on Sino, or like the shot calling of like, let's go to fire, let's do fire. A lot of it was like our frontline synergy, our backline playing the fire incorrectly. And I think it's, I would say a high risk, high reward, but it's just a high execution play, I think, whenever you're walking over to fire and doing fire like that. Sure. Um, I think everyone has to be on the same page and like, we're resetting fire right now, or we're full coming to fire. And in the heat of the moment, sometimes you just get confused and you don't know what to do. Um, but Sino will definitely just alpha up and be like, we're doing this. Like, everyone get your backs off. We're going to ward fire. We're going to pull fire. And if they come in, we're going to fight or yada, yada, yada. Um, so from a command point, I think Sino's insanely good at helping a team um, and just making them play the game, basically, and just make the other team respond to you. <clears throat> yeah, Ducky, your uh, are your feelings the same way? Has that been your experience so far? Oh no, I completely agree. Like, it, it's so good uh, when Sino's like, right, "I'm ulting in, boys. I need help." Ducky WK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's so fun having someone else there running it down. It's really, really nice. And that um, uh, I think it was game two against uh, SSG today mm-hmm. when we pulled the fire giant. Yeah, when you won the fight by gold and then all backed and went to fire. Yeah, and then we kind of died there, I think. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was another one of those calls, but, you know, it's just nice that those calls are being made. I think it's good mm-hmm. to have um, those, I don't really hit or miss, but, like, those uh, go-for-the-game kind of calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really I think that in a good spot. nothing feels worse than losing a game 
and going, I don't know what went wrong. Like, you know, there's nothing to point to. The game just kind of happens to you and you don't feel like an active participant. Um, Mm -hmm. In situations like that, you know what went wrong and that's fixable. And fixable Mm -hmm. is, is really like the most important thing I feel like at a competitive level. And we'll talk about that pretty soon. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think uh, having that, I was kind of talking about it on broadcast. Like usually you've got a dude on your team who, who makes those calls on what you're doing after you win a team fight and they're not always going to be right. And I think that Mm -hmm. smite game fans really don't have a concept of that, of like how hard it is to know exactly how much time you're going to have. You have to factor in your team's DPS, like travel time to fire giant, like all these like little things. And you have to make that call in like one second. And Mm -hmm. sometimes your boy's just going to be wrong. And that's the thing is like, you just got to be like, Hey man, unlucky. Like, nothing you can do about that if you think because you don't want them second guessing that call in the future right that's the big thing is that you want them to feel free to to kind of let it loose um have you uh have you been experimenting at all ducky with playing assassins because sino has really had a had a (laughs) chokehold over the warrior tab i feel like there should be an assassin somewhere in the draft at some point or maybe bobby (laughs) is finding the assassin tab because because sino certainly has not so far the man has changed the meta he really has. I, I need to play. That's why I'm playing like Guardians a lot now. Because if I try and get a warrior, the enemy team's just gonna ban it anyway. Try and get away from Sina. So <laughs> right. I need to mix my God pool up a bit so that we all don't get banned for picking warriors. That's why I'm glad Herc's gone out of support now as well. Otherwise, it'd be a rough uh, SPL to watch. Just free warriors running it down. Yeah, you'd be uh, you'd be jamming those W keys every game. You're like, man, Osiris <laughs> or Vamana looks really good here, and then they ban both in the second phase because Sino's been jungling them all the time. It's okay, we've got Nike, Horace, and Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, BetOnline. NASCAR is back, and BetOnline has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get it on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls' Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. What is it going to take for Arthur to get out of the solo lane, by the way? Because that character has been... That character has eaten so many nerfs, and he is so much worse compared to when he was first released, and Gladshield is so much worse from when <laughs> he was first released, and that god is still really good at only a competitive level. Like, what, what would it take for Arthur to, to, to leave the, the solo lane meta at a pro, at a pro level? Um, so I want to say it's Gladshield, but even then, I still think his damage output's just disgustingly high. But then I look at Artio and like Artio, I suppose she doesn't have an ultimate. Yeah, Artio doesn't have an ultimate. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Do I don't know. I just... Artio. <laughs> I'm, com- I'm trying to compare him to Artio because I have stance switches. Like, dude, imagine oh. like Artio like a bear uppercuts someone in the sky and then like just slashes them a whole bunch. Like, why not? I mean, that'd be sick. Um, yeah, also, awesome. sorry, you can go. No, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know why Ardeo is not meta right now. Because I feel like she still has a ton of utility. 
And I feel like, I, from my perspective, I thought she was good in solo, but like no one's picking her. Yeah, everyone who's picking her is playing her support. Um, no, no mm-hmm. one's playing her solo. I don't know. I mean, does she just like not clear well enough in solo to be played there, Ducky? Or, or what do I you think, think is holding her back? I think she's just really easy to kill. Like her escape yeah. is that really slow dash. And it's so easy to, especially as a jungler, to stop uh, before she gets to the tower line. Or like late game team fights, she's just really easy to lock ga- uh, down without the CC immunity. Yeah. yeah, I guess if she's not going to like fully bully lane, then why are you picking her, right? Yeah. Like, she can just die so easily. And you'd have to play through solo side so hard and made so many backhands and so many blue buffs. And then at that point, it's just like a risky pick that you're not really like scaling too well with. Yeah, okay. Uh, no way Ardeo's not picked anymore. <laughs> Listen, Ardeo alt should do damage like Merlin, says Bobby. Uh, no, thank you. That would be that would be way too much. We already oh. have one character that does that. We don't need we don't need two. I don't know. Do you guys think of Ardeo? Um, obviously, the cripple is like the first thing that comes to mind for a lot of people mm-hmm. when when they're like, oh, Ardeo would be good here. But when I see like Nuwa or like Artemis and just like characters that have no response to, to the long range three. Like, that's what I'm like, dude, I really want an Ardeo mm-hmm. on my team. Cause that just completely hoses that character and just makes it like completely impossible to play. I, do you think of her as more of a cripple character or more of a, a of a immobile mage or, or hunter punisher? I think she's an immobile, like hunter punisher pre nine. And then once you get items online, she just dies. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like AMC just like, gets rooted and then blasts mm-hmm. her in the face like doesn't really care yeah you kind of have to just be really ahead to abuse most immobile gods because like if i'm an artemis and an ardeo i just farm for like 10 minutes and then whenever she tries to root me she just dies yeah i was thinking like maybe uh, i don't know i think kepri is kind of super op against immobile gods for like the same mm-hmm. reason like they beads your three and then you just abduct them, or you abduct them and they beads, and you just wait and you three, and they just, like, die. But Kepri's kind of good, like, outside of that, which I guess Ardeo isn't quite as much, I suppose. Yeah, I thought Kepri was kind of super underrated this whole season as, like, kind of a sleeper pick. And then SSG's finally, like, bringing it out and playing really well with it. Yeah, unlucky that you don't have a Kepri player there, uh, huh, Vera? That doesn't seem like Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll throw a solo and see how it does. <laughs> There you go, Ducky. There's there's your information that we agreed to trade for you coming on the podcast. Get ready for the the Kepri solo matchup. Yeah, another guardian to play. <laughs> Ducky, it's if you could have your problem. choice of what you could ju- like the gods that you could play all the time, what would you want to play in solo lane? I do love Yorm, but I don't want to build defense. Uh, <laughs> okay. I wish Set was still good. I'd love to play Set again. You had a good but set whenever it, was, whenever it was strong. You were one of the better players on it, I remember. He put us in the dirt with set. Yeah. <laughs> like, those games were rough. <laughs> I, that character just felt like Arthur, but like quick, which is why mm-hmm. I like Yeah, uh, Nox. Yeah, Nox is a good one. I would love to play Nox again. Oh, why? I love that character. We were just talking. was it. watching uh, Season 1 Worlds on stream before this podcast, and... Pretty Prime was playing old Nox, and he was saying that that Nox was way better. And I was trying to argue that all iterations of Nox ever have been horrible to play against and no fun at all. <laughs> but that's what makes it fun to play. Like you're just ruining the game for the other person. 
I oh, thought you were I, a nice person. Yeah, it's like, like that, I, mean, I took your penta. What do you mean? <laughs> you're a man. You're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. This podcast oh, going downhill. Yeah. He's literally just playing Knox in Arena right now. Just like, I'm having so much fun. Ducky, you don't play <laughs> Arena Knox, do you? Like, if you're going to play Knox, you at least do it in Conquest, right? Uh, I, I try and just play it in ranked whenever I have Zap on my team. He usually doesn't like it. <laughs> so I, I it nothing like trolling the ZQ, dude. Nothing, nothing quite like it. Zap, uh, a, a legendary uh, stream snipe target, for sure. Um, and that kind of segues us nicely. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about Barra's games. Barra, you want to talk about your games or you want to move on? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> do, you need the, do you need the therapy yeah. couch this week or, or, or are we moving on? <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll, I'll go over real quick. Um, okay. So basically, played like dog. All right, that's it. All right, great. <laughs> Better luck next week for Renegades. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> w- one of the things that I get asked, and I'm sure that you guys do all the time, is uh, the difference between ranked and competitive. Like, how different can it really be? Um, and, and it really, I always say that it's that there's nothing that even comes close. Like, certainly not the highest. Here's, here's a guarantee. If you're in the highest ELO ranked game at any given time, that game is getting trolled 100%. Like, no one is playing anything properly. Everyone is running it down. Um, th- that's kind of the way that goes. It's the second and third highest games at any given time that are definitely trying the hardest. But even those, like, are so different from competitive. And simple mm-hmm. things like, um, like some, oh, we were mentioning something earlier that, that kind of segued into this, but... There, there are builds and characters that you can that you can get away with that just don't get a chance to be used in in competitive and it's 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 a lot about communication it's a lot about comms but I think the just the overall play style is so different. Um, what do you guys think of some of the biggest differences play style wise uh, from from ranked or you know just just trying hard and smite in comparison to like SPL? Uh, you want to go first, Barra? I was literally going to ask you if you wanted to go first. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> come on first. now, not all at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like, in comp, I will play, or at least try to, play a lot safer than I would in ranked. I think in ranked, I will run it down as best I can. Uh, not not because I disrespect the players or anything like that, but like I usually don't think the jungler is just going to sit around and wait for their power spike by my lane, which is what would happen in comp. For example, Erlang level two, like he may loop around and give me the older uh, uh, level two spice. Uh, but in ranked, that's not really going to happen because people want to get their farm. They want to try and get ahead. And especially team fights. Team fights, uh, ranked is very 1v1, but as a 5v5, I don't know how to put it. You're all doing your own thing. At least that's what it feels like whenever I play. Yeah, but yeah, in comp, it would be much different. You have like a, a more defined role in competitive that's very different than ranked, right? Like as a solo yeah. laner, the way that an enemy team is going to play against you has got to be super different from from pro level to to ranked. Like I'm sure you get to one v one mid laners all day in ranked and just make them have no fun at all, which apparently is what you love to do. Um, oh, I do love that. <laughs> but in competitive, there's going to be a lot more like ADCs peeling for mid laners and, and like more intricate things, I suppose. By the way, Ducky, you and I uh, had a bit of a solo lane showdown a couple weeks ago in ranked. I don't know if you oh, remember no. this, um, 
but um, you, uh, you, you single-handedly won your team the game because I was completely worthless in comparison. And I don't, I don't know, I didn't really appreciate that very much. I kind of needed that elo, you know? Do you remember what character I was playing? You were playing Hercules, and you hit literally every single 2-1 on every single one of my backliners the entire game. Oh. <laughs> and I can't remember exactly what I was playing, but I can make a pretty good guess that it was either Arthur or Kakullin, because they're the only two characters I ever play in solo lane. Because I can just I, W key. Uh, I think that was just one of those days where I was having a rough one, so I was like, all right, movement speed, Herc, here it comes. Straight to the the quickest way to the mid laner. It was, it was you and Wowie, and I got filled into solo lane and just was like, yeah, this one's going to be an L. I think Wowie, like, quadra killed us or something like that. Unlucky for me. Nothing, you know, matchmaking, nothing I could have done. Uh, Autofill. Yeah. Um, Elo hell, you know. Elo hell, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 you got it, you got it, you got it. Uh, Barrow, what about for you? What are some of the biggest differences between ranked and competitive? Uh, well, 4 weight does the exact same. <laughs> <In> both. <laughs> Even the picks are so the same. Yeah, not much of a difference there as far as dueling goes. Um... But well, it's kind of like Ducky said, it's just more about the 1v1 in your lane for whatever reason. Like, you don't really respect their jungler. They don't really respect your jungler. Sometimes you'll get hard camped for 10 minutes and your team will literally do nothing and just watch you die. And it's also different if you're a streamer because people will go out of, out of the way to snipe your cues and then to camp your lane and then to deny you every single purple buff. That's happened a few times in SPL, but not that often. Um, <laughs> happens a lot more in ranked. and It's like ranked you know, and PB, and when playing against PBM. like Those are the only two times. Yeah, and <laughs> it's so annoying sometimes to play ranked if like those people are in queue, because you can't play the game. And But you can get away with more picks in ranked, awkwardly enough. Like I can get away with like, full power Chiron, or full cooldown Artemis and just like troll build and still have fun and win the game. But in comp, it's like, okay, I'm 600 gold off of my executioner spike. Let's not fight for a while. Um, let's try to delay their gold fury fight and wait for me to get executioner. Once I get executioner, we can force a fight. We can invade red. We can do a fight here. So it's much more team based and kind of everyone's doing that. We're talking about spikes. We're talking about where our plays are on the map. We're talking about our overall game plan and why we drafted these picks like just our we have a whole identity and why we pick these picks and why we're drafting this way to counter their picks and they're doing the same thing to us whereas ranked is just like what if i top pick this artemis here like what's the worst that could happen like it's just literally completely different game and also comms a big thing to deal sure uh to deal with it because i don't know when my Fafnir in lane, who's a smurf most likely, is going to hammer either the wave or hammer the enemy duo lane, or if he's going to hold it for the jungler. And when I play with Jake, I kind of know what Jake's going to do like 95% of the time. Other 5%. And it's, no jump, it's jumping in, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's jumping in and we are fighting. And then... <laughs> okay, I'm just going to give... We scrammed Obey this week, and we got double killed in lane... I think every game <laughs> that day, <laughs> we, me and Jake were not having the best day. 
It's really funny that Ducky's here because uh, that was a really fun and interesting day that we had in the duo lane. Uh, my team was kind of raging at us because they were like, why aren't you guys talking? And I was like, there's nothing to talk about, man. We're just dead. I, I love those games. I'm, I'm looking over, I'm like, what's going on? But, oh, we're ahead? Oh, keep it going, boys. Keep it up. And Lazaro was like, there's no point where they should get a double kill and not a single word is spoken. And I was like, we're just fighting, man. There's nothing to, like, say I'm on. Like, they're... It's obvious what Jake's doing. It's obvious what I'm doing. Like, obviously, sometimes you, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you win those 2v2s. And that's also like a scrim thing. Because scrims are like halfway between ranked and uh, SPL. Where like you semi run it down. Like you're not always going to take that 2v2 in SPL. But in scrims, what's the worst that could happen? If I get double killed. Like, <laughs> you can ruin your practice and your mental state. Yeah. Like whatever. Not, you know, not a big deal, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I also, it is kind of a learning experience because with Jake, we're much more aggressive dueling. Sure. And we just love to fight. So it is actually learning limits. But when you're, you can't really learn limits when both of you are just playing bad. <laughs> so that day, we didn't well, really that's learn the limit anything. on how badly you can play. Like, that's the limit on, on the worst that you can play and get away with it. You know, that's yeah. you're learning. I think we won a few of those games. God bless the rest of my team because me and Shake were oh, pulling that what's wagon. What's going down. on, man? How are you losing those? I mean, ooh, I don't know about that one. I can't really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Sino says a big difference is that he can play Arachne in ranked, and that must mean that it's an assassin, <laughs> so he can only play it in ranked and not an SPL, oh. where uh, where warriors only are allowed the, the vast majority of the time it feels like for obey i don't know i, I think that um the the picks being a big difference is certainly there the big thing that i always notice is that there is simultaneously there's more farm available in competitive like in ranked one person or two people will get super far ahead because they're just like selfishly farming or, you know, beating up on a, a person who shouldn't be in that game or whatever, and they'll get super far ahead in their build. But it feels like everyone in competitive, like, the, the farming routes are just so much more efficient. Like, you, pro teams are so much better at pulling gold out of the map in comparison to ranked. And it's tough because, you know, if I was a mid laner that was trying to learn, which, frankly, I should be, um, and I were to, like, go and watch Shinto, um, I'd be like all right, I'll just do exactly what he does in competitive and, and I'll try and emulate his farm and exactly where he's going around the map. But then that wouldn't work because they specifically like cater their farm, their map farming to what Shinto is doing. Or, you know, mm -hmm. I'd, it'd be the same if I did the same for Ven or, or for Wolfie. Like every team is kind of different in how they, they rotate. Um, and that's a big thing that stands out to me is like farming is so much more... Uh, team-based and, and just so much more efficient and pretty much impossible to do in ranked. So you, you really just have to learn how to do it by scrimming with, with your boys over and over and over and over again mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in order to get there. Do you guys like scrimming, by the way? That's why, you know what? I kind of miss scrims sometimes. That's like one thing I kind of miss. There's Depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, there's good days and bad days. Okay, what are the big difference? How do you know, when do you know if it's going to be a good day or a bad day? If you're you not one in nine. Yeah, you know, one and nine by five minutes. 
Well, at least you know quickly, right? <laughs> you don't, there's not a lot of guesswork involved. And you've got three options. It's either do we remake, do we cancel because someone's busy, or <laughs> do we try again? That's you don't want to be those tough. guys that remake the scrims every time you get double killed. So me and 408, we're kind of just dealing with it. And uh, yeah, I think... Overall, I would say 75, 80% of the time I enjoy scrims. And then the times I don't is when, like, people are getting frustrated or we're, like, trolling too much and we can't, like, reel it back. Um, it's fun to troll and win, but if we're trolling and losing or if, like, people are, like, really tired, they're not paying attention that well. And because, like, even in scrims, you need, like, all five people working really, really, really well together a lot of times. And when people are tired, like, not paying attention, um, it's just a bad environment, I would say, um, to get better in. And you can't really do anything about that. You can't really be like, hey, you should, like, I don't know, have a good sleep schedule or, like, wake up early or, like, I don't know. It's You can't really do that. So, so if, if that happens, you just kind of deal with it that day and then just kind of move on, I think. Ducky, you know anything about your teammates having uh, some rough sleep schedules out there? Because for a while, for, for uh, context for the audience, normally we request uh, a player to do an interview with from each team for the pregame interviews. And for a while, Ducky was the only one who would ever end up showing up to the interviews for Obey. Like it would be scheduled with like inbound and it'd be like 10 minutes late. And it would be like adding him in the pro discord, like in, at inbound, you know, time for your interview. And then like Jamie would show up and be like, oh, uh, hey, guys, um, Bobby's still asleep. So uh, I, I can do the interview if you need me to. And we're like, Ducky, we've interviewed you like six times in a row, bro. Like we got to talk to someone else at some point. Like you're not the entire team of Obey. They've gotten a little bit better recently. But uh, for a while, Ducky had a, a large weight on his shoulders. You know what it is? I just really love doing the interviews. It's what, they, they all wake up at like 7 a.m. They go out for an early morning jog, get their breakfast done. And they're like, yo, Ducky, we got an interview today. Do you want to do it? I'm like, yes, guys, of course. You already know. I've just woken up because I'm the last to wake up in the team. Right. And they're all at, they're all they at church while, while it's interview time, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Walking the old ladies across the street. Right. Like, they're at Boy Scouts, you know, they're, um, I don't know what else, like, Really overly nice people too. <laughs> the soup kitchen, right, right, right. They're, yeah. they're, they're helping the the local homeless or something like that. Yeah, Bobby loves it though. Yeah, Bob, <laughs> dude, Bobby's good at interviews too, which is why I'm always like, you. I think that, no offense, Barra, but um, I, Obey probably has some of the highest interview uh, like average skill of any team in the league. I think I think Obey has pretty good interviewers across the board. Are you insulting 408's interview skills right now? Um, well, Jake's new to the league, so he needs he still needs some work. But yeah, he needs some work. Um, Ven, it like depends on the day. Sometimes Ven's like really into it, and other times Ven's like, I don't know, uh, you know, it just depends on if we troll or not. So um, you know, I'm like, oh great, you know that that's great. Solo's gotten a lot better, I will say. Solo's gotten a lot better. He's he seems a lot more comfortable. The only you gotta get we gotta get Wowie in on some of these interviews, Ducky. That's the one we gotta work on for you guys. Uh, you, he was you in the last. He was a little guest star in the in the back with a baby face on. Yeah, what's the deal with that, by the way? What's the... Uh, all right? So I bought that last year at Walmart for like ten dollars because I thought it was a steal. <laughs> and then what? 
thought it was a, I thought it was a great deal on that face. So <laughs> well, wait, so hold on. What did back. you? Well, this bears the question. What did you expect a giant baby face to cost? <laughs> the ten dollars was too good to pass up. <laughs> I don't know. It was like at the front of the store, like in the little sale part. I was like, damn, dude. No wonder this is at the front. I gotta get me some of that. And they had like different faces as well. There was the sad one, which is what I bought. The angry one, like the really smiley one. I know. I thought we'd like wear it after an SPL game at LAN, and it would just be really funny. But we never won, so we never had the opportunity to, you know, put it on. Oh no! Were you guys bringing it every week, like keeping it? Ready to hide it. <laughs> Brutal. That's that's tough. Okay, so now it's just in the background there, I suppose. Okay, well there there you have it. Um, okay, so usually to close the show. Uh, we have a, a, a kind of random question or something like that. Um, but this week I thought we'd do something a little bit different um, and instead play a little game of most likely to. So I will ask a series of questions and we're going to do this. Do you guys want to do it? I haven't decided. So now this is a good time to decide live on air. Um, <laughs> do you want to do it for smite gods or smite pros? They're questions like, you know, most likely to... I don't know, go skinny dipping or something like that. Just like random situations that you think that they would find themselves in. Which do you guys in chat can... Okay, everyone in chat saying pros. It's going to be be pros. (laughs) Okay, pros. All right. So, uh, who is... Which Smite Pro is the most likely to be a stand-up comedian? Mm, uh, I need a a list. Yeah, hold up. Yeah, Smite Wiki. Are you going to sort by funny on the Smite Wiki? Out of my team, I would say Vin or Lazbra. Okay. Um, Lazbra tells a lot of jokes, and Vin makes a lot of jokes about himself. So I think both of them would be quality stand-up comedians. Dude, everyone's Don't saying about- PBM, and I think I've got I've actually got the best answer. I actually know who this is. Ooh. Twig is a good answer. Twig is just as good as mine, I think. I think Twig could be a very good stand-up comedian. The the dry English humor. Yes, dude. Yeah. Sino's mm-hmm. on the same wavelength as me. Heroine would be Hurry. the best would be the best stand-up comedian of any Smite Pro. <laughs> for sure. Dude, Hurry's sense of humor, maybe it's just that my brain is is warped by the <laughs> brain worms that I have. But like Hurry's sense of humor is so funny to me. And I think that he's like that perfect balance of self-deprecating and like willing to go really far for a bit at the exact same time. I think Hurry would be a very good stand-up comedian. I haven't talked that much to Hurry in a long time, so I don't have the best read. He was probably he was probably all he was young and scared back in the C9 days when he was he didn't want to say anything too weird and and make you guys (laughs) drop him from being yourself. All right, next next question. I can no, do Ducky. teammates. I don't think I can do overall pros. Okay, that's fine. Ducky, you got you got any thoughts or or what? Oh, uh, for the pro, I think PBM. If it was only tweets, uh, okay. Mike's got a good Twitter I, game. Yeah, good I job. don't know Hurry too well. <laughs> Wolfie's a little. He's a comedic genius at the house. <laughs> Always cracking jokes. Um, I don't. I think Slaney or Harry, maybe. Mm. Harry is very funny, but Harry is very like very sarcastic like you have to really love that 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 sarcasm mm-hmm. to to think variety is funny but i do so i think he's very funny um okay who is the smite pro most likely to be the first one to die in a zombie apocalypse who do you think would would do the worst me 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why you? Out of all my teammates, I would definitely die first. I would just... I would mess something up, and I would just accept fate. Sometimes you don't think I have Jake would rank. just jump out there and, and do something nuts. Jake would die after me trying to save me. Okay. He would die basically the same time, five seconds after. Um, I think Lasbra and Vin and Solo and Ro would live the longest or way longer than me and Jake. Me and Jake would definitely die very early. <laughs> Probably like a minute into the zombie apocalypse, we would die. <laughs> I've always said. This is this is a little bit darker than I really wanted it to be, but like if there was an actual zombie apocalypse, I don't think I would try and survive. I think I would just I would just accept it. Yeah. Same. F six, get me out. Mm-hmm. Is that even worth living? <laughs> go in? next. Like, go next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go next. Uh, Genetic says scream would would die first. He would tell the zombie to get a grip while it bites him. He would be like, hey, I'm the goat. Let me through. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get out here. Hey, <laughs> it would just absolutely kill him. Ducky, uh, either among your team or the entire SPL, who do you think would die first in the zombie apocalypse? I think if it was our team, Alex would die first, which is Wolfie. He'd, he'd probably just open the door for him. Hello? You would the order? What's going on? Uh, SPL-wise, I'd, ooh, I, I'd, I'd probably die pretty quick as well, actually, thinking about it. No, Ducky, I think that you would be... I think that you would be... Uh, I could see you like being a part of this really op group like maybe a leader uh, because like it's always the small ones right but like that don't look like strong oh sorry ducky you don't look like you're gonna be benching 350 God, but like no this is fine no, this no fine. it's like it's the mental is strong dude you know and and they're and they're they're uh they're scrappy that's the word i'm looking for i think jamie's yeah. scrappy. i think he admit i think yeah. he'll get through Compliment your way out of this one. Yeah, I feel the zombies just look at me. Oh, it's a snack, and then they look at everyone. Else. That's a meal right there. That's a that's a full course. So they're not going to go for me. Um, okay, so who who among the smite pros do you think is most likely to invent something useful? Who do you think would be the the inventor? Twig. Mm, what do you think? What kind of thing do you think Twig would invent? Uh. Oh, and he put me on the spot. Yeah, that's kind of a tough question to answer. I don't know, something about oranges. Okay. I'm thinking something that cuts them without taking off the skin. Mm. Okay. Just for a nice little meal. Mm. Okay, I can see that. I could, um, the best inventor. Sino said 408. Really? I I don't think, I don't know. I mean,. I feel like he just complains a lot and thinks a lot, so therefore he would, like, fix an issue somewhere. Maybe. You know who I actually think it is? I think it would be uh, among all the Smite pros. I'm going to give it to Andenster, because every other time I talk to Andy, he's like, hey, Gro, why don't we, uh, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Why don't we just make a business? Why don't we just create something? (laughs) He said that last year when we were losing. (laughs) (laughs) We just quit Smite and we just started a business. (laughs) He said that nonstop all of last year. Andy also would be a great stand-up comedian. I think Anansir is truly one of the funniest people I've ever met. His sense of humor is also just so out there, but so unbelievably funny. I could see see him doing it. Andy and Aqua together would be an amazing combo for stand-up comedians. Like, their synergy together, just playing off each other is just hilarious. Dude, those two are, are too funny. Uh, Neil apparently has a business degree, so he's a good answer. Tyler Whitney, of course, the, the engineer with a degree. So I think heroin, definitely, um, definitely a pretty good answer uh, for that one. 
Um, all right, let's find another one. Uh, let's... Tyler's actually smart. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's like, you know, challenging the norm on that one. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, okay, who is the most likely to spend all their money on something stupid? 408. That was quick. That makes that. Yeah, that, that seems like there's a story one. behind this one. No, there's no story. I just know he would. If, <laughs> if we won Worlds, he would come back with like a giant baby head from Walmart. Just ready. <laughs> that's only ten bucks, Bear. I mean, that's a good deal. You know, that's, that's like a good... million baby heads. <laughs> Ducky, it sounds like it might be you with your with your impulse vibe of the baby face. Wait, what do you mean? No, that was a deal. I mean, that was. I'm not having that. That was on sale. Like that was in my face. I gotta get There's it. A reason it was on sale, dude. Yeah, it was <laughs> no. so good. What do you mean? No one's buying giant baby faces at Walmart. No one's going out of their way. Oh, mom, I gotta go to Walmart real quick. I gotta pick up the giant baby face. Mom, did you hear the baby faces are on sale? They've got sad. They've got happy. They've got angry. Like we gotta get there. They're gonna be out of stock really soon. Like we gotta get there. <laughs> I'm tempted to go back now and have a look. Maybe they're still there. <laughs> oh, definitely sold out there on sale. So, yeah, they, you know, no everyone rushed. No way they're still there, man. That, those things are in high demand. Uh, Ducky, who, who do you think um, w- would be the most likely to, to spend all their money on something stupid? Uh, God, I don't know. I, I can't. Wait, are your teammates responsible? Yeah. Are, I, I think a lot of them are, other than, like, you know, fast food. But I wouldn't really call that... No one's like ordering crazy Amazon packages to their house all the time. Actually, Wowie did order an instant pot today, or not today, the other day, and it came like broken. No, it was a broken one. I feel like he ordered it broken. (laughs) He ordered it broken. It's on sale. Gotta get it. (laughs) That that would be a good deal, dude. Instant pots are OP. They're really good. Um, I I think we we have we got one for Christmas, and I think we made one recipe that was really good, and then haven't touched it since. I don't know why not, but. That's, they are uh, OP. They are OP. They're good. So that, that's not a bad purchase. Cherio says Nika. Nika buys so much unnecessary stuff. Uh, I can see that. I can see Nika. Um, just, you know, he, he likes the finer things in life, you know, like King Arthur every game. Um, all right. Last one. Um, who is the most likely to have weird phobias? Who do you, anyone on your teams have certain things like that they, that they're just, they're, they're not about, they don't like them. For some reason, I'm leaning towards SOT. I don't know why. It's just like a gut instinct. Okay. I, I would just feel like SOT would just be scared of random things. I am scared of mirrors and hallways. I don't know if that's weird. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I can see Ben. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, here we go. Okay, look. Okay, the lights are on. Destiny's trolling me. That hallway is very creepy. This is if the lights. This is really good podcast content, John. Everyone who's listening uh, on all of our audio platform downloads: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Search Prediction on those on those platforms. None of them can really tell what's happening. But Barra has turned out the lights. Guys, it's a creepy hallway. You don't need to know about it. It's just <laughs> look at the dark abyss. Okay, you look like a crazy person right now, Barra. You look like <laughs> that Charlie Day picture, like pointing. He's like, look, it's insane. It's re- it's really scary over there. Yeah, it's I don't scary. know. It's, 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 it's not the hallway that makes it scary, though. It's like not knowing what's in there. I don't know. Okay, my dad played jump scare me down every hallway growing up as a kid. So oh, that'll do. Five. And mirrors. I've always been like a paranormal guy, and mirrors just creep me out. I don't know why. Interesting. They I've got a book for you, by the way. Out. That reminds me. I can see Venenu being like, 
no, dude, I don't like marshmallows or like, so, you know, it's like some <laughs> weird thing that like has no like that has no bearing on reality. But it's like some weird phobia. Like I, I could see Ben being like that. He does have some like very weird opinions about some things that he feels very strongly about. I don't know why, but they just randomly come up while we're talking and. The Splice yeah. Boys last year, I believe it was, or maybe it was no, it was Renegades Boys this year talking about the weird things that he does for breakfast, like the the weird juices or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. That makes it sound so much worse than it actually does. Little team bonding. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Oh no, I can't save this. That's unsavable. Okay, moving on. Ducky, uh anyone on your team have a have a weird phobia or something like that, or someone you know? No, I think everyone's strong willed. I mean, I'm scared of bugs, so that's pretty normal. Uh, well, that's because they're like your size, so. Yeah, well, okay, I'll see that, okay. <laughs> Bro, God. I'm no sorry, one's ever right going to come back. How am I not I supposed to, to? How am I, I supposed to, to pass that up? By this time. Okay, listen, man. I'm saying in Georgia, these cockroaches get really big, and there are some my size out there. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah try to relate to them now. It's going to help you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really... I don't know. Jamie, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? Made fun um, of me about the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for everyone. You know, I'm, I'm tossing I'm tossing shots out left and right out here for sure. Um, okay, well, there you have it. Uh, that, that was fun, though. We should we should play that game again soon. Um, I think that was enjoyable. But, guys, yeah, thanks very much again. Uh, for joining us. Ducky, I'm sorry you don't – I hope you don't hate me um, after me making fun of you this entire episode. But normally, John, mm-hmm. like, punches on me. So it's like a constant cycle of abuse, you know, like you're just an Xbox player, dude. Right. Exactly. So Barris says something like that to me that I lash out at you. It's like this totem pole and it's not healthy. And, I, you know, we'll, we'll try and work it out as, as we get closer. Um, but enjoy. I've been enjoying watching you guys uh, step up and play well. You guys have been a fun team to watch and uh, maybe Sino finds an assassin one of these days. You know, that's uh, that's that's what we're hoping, at least. But thanks for saving for our set. So. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna camp your lane with rat, you know, old school style. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for watching and for listening. Uh, if you, if you haven't, please give us a rating on Spotify or on Apple podcasts. Uh, we're part of the prediction network show. So there's a lot of great shows on there. If you're a fan of any of the other esports, you know, big esports, CSGO or, or Dota or anything like that. Um, almost certainly they're going to have something for you. So, so make sure you give them a follow and we'll be back next week, right here. Same place, same time, uh, right on twitch.tv slash prediction esports, 8 PM on Sundays. Thanks for watching. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance.
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.